And that's the fourth time I got AIDS. Remember from last time? Oof. <laughs> yep. Did you already go through all 25 of yours? Well, I think I left about 21 at your old apartment. <laughs> you really did. Like that bare naked lady song. Left 21 lighters in your old apartment. That is not how that song goes at all. I left them in that chair named Wayne. You know, I don't miss Wayne. For those, of you, for those of you who don't know, my recliner that I sold uh, for $100, was we named it Wayne. Are we sharing that joint? Yeah, we can share this joint. I'm vaxxed. You're vaxxed. It's June. It's June. It's past June 15th, so we're full bore here in California. We had reopening day yesterday. I went to Costco, and nothing's changed. You also went to the, you went to Costco during the pandemic, and it was it was a struggle. No, but I'm just saying everybody was still wearing their masks. Like, oh yeah, no. no there was a bunch of old Russians that weren't wearing it. As a matter of fact, I walked by a lady and I, I had my mask on and she goes, I'm so happy I don't have to wear my mask anymore. And I was like, I didn't oh. know you went to Costco with a manual. <laughs> and uh, I did not. And then I was like, oh yeah, we don't need to wear these shits anymore. Plus, I don't get within six feet of anyone at Costco anyway. I did put it on once I got to the registers. Uh, yeah. But that's just because I didn't want to have any conversations about it. Right. But yeah, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like the no mask thing here was like the mask thing in Texas where everyone's like still doing it, still doing it the way I was doing it. Yeah, everyone's, I'm, it's going to be a while before I'll go fully maskless. Like, I mean, like at the grocery store or at like Target. <sighs> Just depends on how busy it is, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll have to be pretty closed in. To, I mean, grocery stores, I got no problem with. Just because, again, you're rarely within six feet of anyone at those things anyway. Um, yeah, I might have it on, like, if I go to, like, I don't know, like, getting in the line to go to, like, into arenas or shit like that. Just where it's real packed. I was so excited to go have my first mask. Like, mm. Come on. Man. That hit made me go a little cross-eyed, and then I salivated a it's lot. It's got diamonds in it. Oh, man. It's got diamonds in the soles of its shoes. Well, look, just stepped on my neck. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know what diamonds are, fucking, I don't either, really. I think they're just a lot of Keef pushed together. To yeah, they're probably some, they're some kind of concentrate nugget. Yeah, let me see. Let me read this thing. I'm currently smoking it. Well, it's called Diamond Infused Pre-Roll. Uh, but it doesn't say, oh, it's by heavy hitters. So thank you. It is, it, uh, tests at 54%. Man, that's coming as advertised. <laughs> Man. For those of you that don't know. Am I know coming in? What's that? What is he saying, Willy Wonka? <laughs> Can you see me clearly? <laughs> Am I coming in clearly? Uh, for those of you who don't know, mo like the best weeds test at 30%. Yeah. I am <coughs> super excited about um, my maskless experience today. I went. To, I made a hair appointment to get my hair colored. Next week I'm getting it cut because when you get like it colored and cut, you're there for four hours. It gets very boring. Now, why would you color it and then cut it? Why wouldn't you cut it then color it? Because the color does a lot of damage to your hair. <laughs> okay. 
And then it's best to just lop off. No, I'm very good on that. Okay, sorry. And then it's best to just lop off the dead shit after it's already been processed. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a relationship. Oh, for sure. Just keep hacking away until there's nothing left. (laughs) So I I do a lot of research on my hairstylists. I stalk them on Instagram. Okay. I go to their Friendster pages. How many, how many hairstylists do you have? Do you have like a team? Do you well, have a Well, I've got a girl in Kansas City that I love. And then my friend who did my hair here moved to Denver, Detroit. Oh, that's right. So I need, I need a new hair girl. And I try not to go to the places out here. I just try to save it for my KC trips. But it's just, it's just not, I can't wait that long. For sure. It's been too long. So I went and I'm like, hey, 315 appointment for Andy Porter. She's like, what was your name? Andy Porter. And I was like, that's not good. That's never good. And uh, she was like, I don't see you in here. I'm like, great. I made this appointment a month ago. So I was like, she was like, honey, what's your phone number? I gave her my phone number. And she was like, oh, it says here you canceled it at 917 this morning. I was like, no, I didn't. (laughs) I don't know who that was, but it wasn't me. Yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, this is so weird. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted this is to get weird. my hair done today. That's a weird way. To, man, if someone's stealing your identity, that's a weird way to open. And I'm also just like, is someone fucking with me? I was like, no one knew I had a hair appointment today. Yeah. <coughs> I was so excited. Anyway, it's just like a whole fucking... So I wouldn't have been so, so pissed about it, but I parked in the $10 lot. But also, you canceled at 917. They had, they had already filled the slot? Oh, yeah. Wow. And I, she was like, oh, she already has someone booked for four. And my hair, that my hair will take like two hours. Really? Oh, at least. That's why I get to cut later because that's oh, like a whole wow. other process. I'm in and out in 25 minutes. And it usually takes like three hours to get it colored. That's with beard. I don't get my beard colored. Oh, no. You should, though. I'm talking about the beard on my south mouth. <laughs> Fucking. It has a beard? Yes. Yeah. Next, I'm going to give it a mohawk. It's going to be red, white, and blue for the 4th of July. Yeah. Oh. I fucking, I was like, well, this sucks. And she was like, I was so flustered that I just like made an appointment for Saturday with someone else. And then I get home and I was like, that's so annoying. So I called them. I'm like, I'm just confused about, I was like, I didn't cancel it. Who canceled it? Probably the girl that took your appointment. She goes, she goes, so I think I figured out what was going on. A girl named Annie called to cancel and the morning receptionist canceled Andy. And I'm like. Y'all motherfuckers didn't ask last names? Yeah. This is like a $400 Thing. trip to the salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And if you cancel day of, they don't charge you? Uh, there, I was looking at, and also I went online and looked at their return policy or like yeah. the cancellation policy. Because I was like, what? I don't want to get fucking charged 200 bucks because if it's 50%, and yeah. there it was, it was 50%. You would get charged if you canceled Cance- day of. And I was just like, well, no, I'm going to call. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to get charged for that. So, eh, anyway. Are they charging you? No, thank God. Are they going to charge Annie? Is she going to have to sell her gun? <coughs> you all right? Have you been hailing bath salts most of the day? No, I've been here. I've been working, and then I tried to go get my hair done. Did you anyway. inhale? Did you down some hair did you down some hairspray when you went in there you're like fuck this place open a hairspray guzzle guzzle <laughs> set it down fuck you guys like fucking try to crush the hairspray bottle on my forehead <laughs> and then just blow fire 
Suck it. Andy out. <laughs> Andy. Also, see you Saturday. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I called. I, so I canceled the Saturday appointment and I'm going with the girl that I was supposed to see anyway. Okay. But in a week. But it's just like, you know. So what's up with the color appointment? Or the That's cut appointment? Kind of, the cut appointment. I was like, do you even have the cut appointment? She was like, yeah, I have that one. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Fucking Annie. Fucking Annie. She's a cunt. Probably is. Ruined my whole day. That's a name you don't hear a lot. I think the musical ruined it. Annie? Annie. Like, there's a lot of Anns. There's yeah. not a lot of chicks that are going full Annie. I know a few Annies. I know a, I knew one growing up. Still calls. I think she still calls herself Annie. Uh, and I think that's it. Well, there's Auntie. Who's Auntie? Auntie Annie. Oh, the the pretzel place. Or is that Auntie Anne's? I think it's Auntie Anne's. Damn. Yes, yeah, so even Anne went the other way. She was uh, like, fuck this little redheaded kid. See, no yeah, thanks. There was Annie. I went, yeah, that's not a, having orphans associated with my pretzels. For sure. It's like not a lot of, I mean, opposite end of the spectrum, not a lot of Adolfs anymore. Oh, you know, I bet we'd be surprised if we went to Dusseldorf. <laughs> You mean Deutschtown? Deutsch, yeah. Deutschberg? Deutschberg. There That's it what is. it's called. That's what they call it. Welcome <laughs> to Deutschberg. Go Steelers. Go Steelers? <laughs> Why? Because like Pittsburgh? Deutschberg? Oh, man. I didn't put the H at the end. Oh, you, in my brain. In your, in your. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to spell it out. I just went B B E R G. Well, that joint got me stupid. It did. Wow. Those diamonds. Wow. Fucking Lucy in the sky with them. Yeah, no shit. Andy in the sky with Woo. diamonds. Hope you're ready to carry this. <laughs> <laughs> per use. That's not true. That's very not true. <coughs> Easy. <coughs> Man, if you were a puppy, we might think about putting you down. I think you should still think about it. Uh, it's been discussed with mom and dad. Not gonna, not gonna lie, but also you're funny, so keep that going. <laughs> you might want to cut back on the bitching, but also keep the funny going. Aye Welcome aye. back. Welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We are Scott and Carol's kids. Yeah. Do you know them? You should. You should. They're cool people. Uh, they had two of the greatest children to ever live. Oh, God. That's saying a lot. But that's not wrong, is it? It's not. Uh, I feel like we're really tooting our own horns here. I yeah. don't think we're that great. All right. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> From us. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the one millionth podcast. Uh, yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah. Chris brought a joint that was like, just Mack trucked my face. <laughs> it did. You heard about it at the beginning. And then just now. And then also now. Uh, yeah. So we just did a podcast on Sunday. So, uh, and now we're doing this on Wednesday. We're giving Andy a little more time to edit and whatnot, considering she prefers to keep her water on her motherboard. Okay, first of all, I wanted to have more time in general, so I'm not just laying track down ahead of a speeding train every week. Yeah, yeah. But, but also, I did also spill a glass of water onto my computer and my passport, my social security card, my phone. 
two mice, another keyboard, my external hard drive, and yeah. an SD card. Yeah, it was the it was a bad time to have her everything I own on the desk party. Jesus Christ! I know I had well the the documentation was there because I had to fill out some paperwork and okay. I had to submit some photos. And man, that made you thirsty. It was only twenty minutes prior. Listen, listen, whatever. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I was uh, whatever. What? No, I'm just giving you shit. It's fine. I'm not judging I, you. My com- it, the laptop is not going to hold. I think it's got till Friday. Oh, really? Oh, it's bad. Like the screen will suddenly zoom in and out on its own and the mouse moves around like it's a Ouija board. Ooh. So it's gone rogue. It's, it's gone water rogue. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, has been set to kill. <laughs> okay. So I. So are you in the market for a laptop? I am. I'm going to have to buy a new laptop probably this weekend or next. Yeah. But good news is I have a Costco membership. There you do. There you go. And you have one. All of those things. I know. It's going to save me like two or 300 bucks on a laptop. Oh, nice. Uh, are you going Mac? Yeah. Yeah. It's just easier for work. For sure. I really wanted to hold out until September when the new MacBooks came out because they haven't released okay. a new MacBook Pro for like four or five years. Question. Could you just go Mac Mini until then? Because those are half the price. Uh, no, I'm just going to deal with having uh, this laptop for the next few years. All right. You know, G two K G two K. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was an abrupt time in Andy's life. Yeah. And it was also like eight minutes before I had to get into a voiceover session with someone famous. And I was just like, "Mm." it was stressful. And then I was like in between takes, I was like dust bustering the water out of my keyboard. But Kevin Pollock understood because he's a pro and uh, he was in A Few Good Men and he does 12 or 13 comedy dates a year, which is weird. You know, you probably have to spend a lot of money to go see him do that Christopher Walken impression. Yeah. And I think there's a Nicholson and uh, yeah, there's probably like three more that everyone else does. And the rest and Matthew McConaughey is probably in there. I hope he does a couple of lines of his from A Few Good Men. Why do you like, why do you like them so much? You're never going to believe this. They just beat up a bunch of kids. It's all they did. Never seen A Few Good Men. That's a solid, solid Rob Reiner flick. I saw it the other day. It's one of those movies that's on like TNT or TBS almost once a month. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't do it into the mic. Oh, but you did it right into my face. <laughs> I did do it right into your face. <laughs> this day's awesome. <laughs> yeah, now, I lost about five grand in 20 minutes yesterday. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's, a, that's not even a fun Vegas trip. Nope. You know what? A lot of that is just going to get me is some free fucking screeners of things that are already on streaming platforms. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is it's a write-off. Yeah, that's true. So And that, they have payment plans now. Oh, nice. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, boom, So it's bing. not so much a um, knife in my side. Yeah, as much as a virus inside your veins. Yeah. Slowly, slowly eating at my brain. Uh... So, uh, yeah, I didn't do much the last couple of days. I, my normal shit, I worked out. I 
uh, packed. I cleaned my apartment. Nice. Uh, I was going to go to your softball game. I even went to the gym early. And then I got home, and my, my plan was to eat after I got back from the game. But at like 6.30, I, it wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to. First off, because uh, I didn't know, because normally when I play softball, I just go play softball. Do you know if they have, are the concession stands open? Do they have concession there stands? There were no concession stands there. Uh, which also, is, it was on Monday, and things didn't reopen until Tuesday. Oh, that's so right. So I don't really know. But I will tell you, the parking lot is uh also a living area oh no well it's like rvs and stuff it's like people living out of their cars oh okay so not homeless but adjacent definitely adjacent oh yeah they were grilling a lot when we were done with the game but it wasn't for the for the people playing sports no it was just for sustenance mm-hmm. it was just rabbits they had caught in the wood yeah off of sepulveda yeah uh well fucking off sepulveda you can get coyotes Day oats too. They got day oats out there. What about John Oats? Uh, John Oats, I think, is in Thousand Oaks. That makes sense. That's where all the rich uh, sidekicks go to live. Uh, that's where Courtney Kardashian lives. That's where John Oats lives. That's where uh, Garfunkel did live. And then uh, it's also where. Uh, that's all I got. It's also where they. Uh, that's where Hitler killed himself. That is not true. Oh, it sure is. That's why it's called Thousand Oaks. Because I looked in 999 other oaks before then. So you're saying they found Hitler in an oak? Yeah. With Ava Braun. Mm Mm-hmm. They killed himself in an oak. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles. Yeah. Instead of his stronghold of Germany. Well, see, that's why no one knew where to find him. Yet they found him. Yep. But, like, they don't really talk about it. You'd think there would be some sort of marker when you get into Thousand Oaks. Like, home of dead Hitler. (laughs) Here lies dead Hitler. (laughs) Fucking, remember when he is live? Not here. (laughs) We got, that's what it says. Thousand Oaks, we got him. We knew we loved a TCBY. Fucking, and we just reeled him in. Stupid German motherfucker. (laughs) Fucking, you're good at war. You ain't good at yogurt. (laughs) Idiot. I can't resist the toppings. <laughs> <laughs> they have crushed Oreos and cheesecake. <laughs> oh, I love a good unt. <laughs> Don't you love a good unt? Who doesn't? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then clip. What? That's when they got him. When he was like unt cheesecake, and then they were like, like pow, pow. Pink. I thought he killed himself. And remember, I took a college, a 300-level college course on the on World War II specifically. It was the, yeah, a lot of people have to do that. It was the best grade I got in college. It was a B plus. And it was because I actually gave a shit. Also, the major project that they had us do, I had already done my senior year of high school, so I just turned that in. Ta-da. <laughs> they were like, we need you to interview a World War II veteran. I was like, Fuck it, I did that last year, and I know exactly where the tape is. <laughs> I've got the receipts. I've got the receipts. So I went back. It was Uncle Tom's dad. Yeah. And I had recorded the whole thing. So oh, that's I, awesome. I just watched the whole thing again and did whatever he needed, the new guy, the new test needed me to do. I was like, this is easy peasy. I'd like to watch that, actually. I don't know much about his time over there. Oh, it's great. And it's me at 17, which is... Um, Awkward. Are you trying to crack jokes? 
Uh, no, I'm just amazed by everything. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so pretty intense. Mom and dad got to go to the ball game last night. They sure did. I uh, got to sit in, uh, Royals not doing so well. They're doing hot to begin with. Then they sucked it. Then they were hot. And now they're back to sucking it again. Yeah, glad we could catch the beginning of that. Uh, yeah. They, that uh, was the middle. Haven't won a game in about a week. Mom and dad got to go yesterday. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to going uh, to Kaufman when I go back for the fourth. Ooh, don't let me forget the jeans. Oh, yeah. But also, if you forget, the, I thought you were shipping those. No. Our cousin Katie left some jeans here, and uh, you know Katie, uh, top 10 cousin, and uh, she left some jeans here when she was visiting, and I was supposed to take them back, and I didn't, because uh, not a high priority. Yeah. It's not my fault you left pants here. Also, they've got pants stores in Kansas City. There's so many. Do you know how many legs there are in Kansas City? Uh, Almost was, twice as many as there are people. Probably, except for that. Except for the war vets. I said almost. Almost. I'd say it's like 99%. But a bitch ain't one. But a <laughs> So with everything reopening, uh, do you have any big concerts uh, that you're expect that you want yes. to see coming up? I'm so excited. Who are you going to see? I have like an amazing week planned in October Ooh. on a Wednesday. Okay. Wait, what? Amazing week in October on a Wednesday. I'm starting it off. Oh, okay. You're going to... No, you weren't fitting seven days into one day. That's that's crazy talk. All right. So the first concert of that week in October is a Wednesday. Okay. I'm going to see this band called Always, who I've always wanted to say they're so good, and they're opening up for the Strokes. Ah, wow. A band I've never seen. A double win for you. Double win. And then, uh, and I'm going with Tyler, so you know, honk, honk, it's going to be great. All right. <laughs> that was a boob squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know I'm excited. Tyler has access to many things, so that's going to be fun for you. Yeah. Probably good parking. Yeah, and then um, that Friday, I'm going to see Jungle at the Greek. Jungle Love? O-E-O-E-O? <laughs> no, it's, uh, the band called, it's a band called Jungle. Do they do jungle? Do they cover jungle love? No, but if they did, that would be sick as shit. Fucking and they could they actually should, pull it off really good. They should open up with it every time. There's like a nine person band. Oh, really? Yeah. So it kind of is like Morris Day in the Time. A little bit. And they're they're like a they're like kind of funky. Except Morris Day in the Time are O we O we old. Thank you. Thank you. Pause for laughter. Wait. And go. No, they're still going. <laughs> they're probably pounding on the next button. <laughs> Smash that next button. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to that music festival in September. Wait, wait, wait. October. So October is the Strokes, and then you're going to see who? Jungle. Jungle, but that's two days. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, that's their spaced out that's a pretty great oh week. i thought you were going like oh like seven days of concerts oh my god no when you say a week of concerts that's what people think i don't think so no yeah that's what people think a week of concerts write us in and tell us what you think if you now if you say there's a week where i see a couple concerts a great week of concerts accurate. a great but it's still, probably that, what I said. That still sounds like a great week of concerts. How about a great week for concerts? Going to see two of them. 
Yeah, you're right. But when you say a week of concerts, I'm thinking Wednesday, this guy. Thursday, these folks. Friday, these people. Saturday, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Sunday, Journey. I love that you couldn't think of bands until Earth, Wind, and Fire and Journey. Well, no, because I know you listen to a bunch of shit I've never heard of, so that's those ones. <laughs> and then you can't go to a week of concerts without seeing A, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's true. They're literally playing everywhere all the time. Yeah, so... And God, that's also a show I want to go see before I die. Well, you better see it before the rest of them die. I know. I, I know that. Also, Did the, they lose Earth? Uh, I'm sure they... No, I think they're all together. No, one of them's dead. Oh, uh, one of them's dead? Yeah. Was it wind? Man, I hope it's not fire. Because <laughs> otherwise, that's going to be a pretty tame show. Because I hope it is. I mean, if one of them's going to go, Earth should be the one. Because, you know, I'll be up in the air anyway. Because of the wind and the drugs. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire is like a great place to smoke weed with like a 75-year-old black dude. Yeah. Or an old woman who's like, come to my trailer after this. Oh, yeah. 100%. I've got... What, you, what were those drugs of in the 80s? Uh, oh. Uh, quaaludes. quaaludes. Yeah. Like, Which we still take. They're just We just know the specific names of them now. Oh, what are they? Quaaludes were just prescription drugs. Oh, well, I know that. Yeah. But, like, they don't make them anymore. I don't think Quaaludes, and we can look this up because I'm interested. I don't think Quaaludes, ooh, that's probably run down my battery with the light on the whole time. Uh, I don't think Quaaludes is a specific, like, a brand name. No, I think it's like a general term like Benzos. Yeah, Quaaludes. Oh, no. Uh... It's a, it is, that's uh, a, I guess it is a brand name. It's huh. uh it's a generic name for methaqualone, methaqualone. <laughs> it's a synthetic barbiturate like central nervous system depressant. Uh, oh, it's illegal. Like you can't have it at all. Yeah. These drugs imprinted with the number 714 on the tablet were initially introduced as a safe barbiturate substitute to help induce sleep. But were later shown to have addiction and withdrawal symptoms similar to prescription barbiturates. Uh, they're rarely accounted on the streets of U.S. today, but are occasionally confiscated at the border. Uh, quaaludes that are sold only for illicit recreational use now are synthesized in illegal laboratories. Ooh, we love illegal laboratories. Well, that's where a lot of it, and they say it, it's a lot of it now. Is, everything's got fentanyl in it now. Right. It's like, what do you, that's why. Also, I just kind of feel like that's like the razor blades and the candy. You know what I mean? For, well, yeah, except there's not a thousand stories a year about people dying of razor blades and the candy. That's so true. Yeah. There's never been any stories about that, to be fair. Listen, I just feel like it's big razor blades trying to scare us. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's the Gillette people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am very much looking forward to this, this, uh, the Black Crows are obviously going back out. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think. When do you see them? Um, I might go to Nashville. Ooh. I might go to Wisconsin. I might go to Kansas City and I might go to here. I'll, I'll definitely go here. Um, Where are they playing here? Forum. Wow. Yeah, they're playing a bunch of big places. Huh. And uh, so it'll be fun. It also means that like it won't be hard for me to get 
tickets and stuff. I already spoke to Rich, and he seemed like it would be not a tough deal. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, I haven't really seen who else is going out as far as like bands that I'd like actually want to see. Yeah. Uh, but nothing I've heard has been announced. Uh, Kid Rock told me today he's got ten dates booked. Um. Who knows? I might go to one of those just to hang. Um, but yeah, Shine Down might do some stuff. I might again. A lot of those shows, I go, Shine Down. I like watching them. Kid Rock is fun, but I really just go for the hang and to see my friends. Uh, but yeah, I want to see. But Black Crows, obviously, I'm like every word like. Wah, 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 wah. Um, but yeah, I don't really know who's. Coming, you know, because I like the old people. Uh, I'd love to see Al Green if he goes back out. Although, oh, that'd be awesome. Um, Get baptized at the same time. 100%. Uh, you know, the Stones, if they went back out. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. I would love to see them at, like, Dodgers or something. Or, I mean, we only have 10 more months till EJ. That's true. Uh, and then I definitely want to do, um, I'd love to see Sturgill again. Uh, I would love to see Sturgill Simpson after that record he put out. Yeah, I haven't, again, I haven't really gotten into it. I haven't gotten into my country vibe. And, uh, but I'll tell you what, I saw, I saw him at the Outlaw Festival at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it was an odd show to begin with because mm-hmm. it was Margot Price, which, fair, that tracks. I love her so much. And then Sturgill came out, but he didn't do like country stuff. He did more like a rock and roll set and it was really jammy and it confused the fuck out of the audience. <laughs> and uh and then Phil and Friends came out, which Phil Lesh? Phil Lesh and Friends. Yeah, which is country-ish and country tinged. Yeah. But it's super jammy and druggy more than, I mean, it's very Grateful Daddy. And he brought like Jackie Green out and shit. Oh, wow. And uh, it was a good time. And then Willie came out and it was, it was fun. Here's my thing with the bull. And I think we've talked about it before. It's because of the rich people that live above it. Uh, They have to keep the sound down. Oh, the volume. What do you call that? The volume. The volume restriction. The decibel restriction. Yes. Because they they even say they've got like old rich people up top with a decibel meter, and my fucking, you knew it was there when you moved in. That's what blows. That's what blows my mind about people like that. The bull was probably there before they lived there. Dude, uh, there's no one that was alive when the bull opened. That's. <laughs> Can hear. Well, it's like the people who live in Beachwood Canyon who are pissed about tourists going up to see the Hollywood sign. And it's like, (laughs) the sign's fucking been there. You're the one who moved over here. You know, you should have expected the tourists. Hey, Siri, how old is the Hollywood Bowl? The answer I found is 99 years. 99 years old. But a bitch ain't one. (laughs) Well, we got a a fucking title. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, unless there's a fucking 127 year old up there, right? (laughs) Fuck off. You know, Rita Wilson said she used to live up there when she was a kid. Not because when we have lunch all the time, Yeah. me and Tom Hanks, wife, Rita Wilson, for sure. Um, but she said in the seventies, she would go up there and watch, uh, concerts all the time. Yeah. 
I, have you ever looked at like the Google Maps to see if you could ever like weasel away in there? Because I definitely have. No. But also, like, if I lived up there, I would definitely complain about, like, the Slipknot show. Well, they're not playing the bull. That's fair. <laughs> or if, like, they're fucking doing Tchaikovsky and you're like, it's an F. It's an F fucking. Or you're just out there with your cello just trying to play along. <laughs> I can't because of the echo. I don't <laughs> think they can hear me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I don't really. But so because of the bull, uh, they have to, like, they can't. Like if you were at a venue, like a like an auditorium or a or a theater, like everyone's at a certain level, and they pretty much just leave everyone at that level. Uh, well, with the with the Hollywood Bowl, because they can only get so loud. Like if there's a solo, they have to bring that guy up, and then so accordingly, wow. they have to bring someone down a little bit. Wow. To be you the audio noti- mixer there, that's crazy. You never noticed that? Like I, I noticed it I noticed it really bad when we went and saw Hall and Oates. Well, I'll, yeah. I also they were so the the sound was so quiet for that concert. Yeah. It was that's what bummed me out. And that's it's like it, if someone behind you was singing along, you're like, I can't hear Hall. <laughs> Shut up. Daryl Hall was so high for that show. Oh yeah. From well, a guy that's high for most of his shows. He was he went too far. <laughs> he went he ate too that hundred milligram edible. Oh, he absolutely did. But yeah, so that's like I remember going to the bowl and being so very excited about it and then just being super bummed by the sound. You know, some of my favorite I was just in San Francisco and I just think of all the nights I spent at the Fillmore watching the Black Crows, and there were several. Uh it's that venue is just filled with ghosts and times of yore. And they have all these paintings of these great. It's just you're walking into history and, and to walk into something like that. It is. And now, granted, it's not the original Fillmore West uh, and it's not the Fillmore East, uh, which is no lot, which no, doesn't exist anymore. Uh, those places were insane. Why they have to keep moving it around? Uh, Fillmore East just straight up closed. I don't know why the Fillmore West moved. Uh, we can look that up for sure. Um, but uh, it's just, I remember thinking I was at the Fillmore West that they recorded. Uh, the Aretha album. The Aretha album, and that's not it. So. Um, Bummer. Yeah, let's see here. Okay, so it was originally the Carousel Ballroom. It, We're talking about the Fillmore now? The Fillmore West. Uh, no, the original. Uh, let's see here. Beginning in 1968, it was briefly operated by a collective formed by the Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, Quick Messenger, like a bunch of bands. Oh, shit. As a social slash musical laboratory experiment. Uh, the six-month run may well have corresponded with the height of the whole 60s hate Ashbury San Francisco thing, uh, said one social musical uh, critic. Uh, due to various factors, including the socioeconomic deterioration of the Fillmore District, the modest, the modest capacity of the Fillmore, and financial difficulties faced by the collective, Bill Graham moved in, moved his primary location in July to this larger venue, less than one mile from the original Fillmore. At oh, so it was just bigger. Uh, so and now and that's where it stands as of now. Hold on, nope. 
After three years, Graham closed the Fillmore West on July 4, 1971, with five nights of shows featuring such San Francisco Bay of Santana, CCR, Grateful Dead, and Quicksilver Messenger Service. Wow, what a show. Uh, a documentary film, the last several concerts called Fillmore, and a, th- ooh, I gotta watch that, and a three-disc album called Fillmore, The Last Days, were released in 1972. Cool. Uh, hold on. So, now, and then it was a Honda dealership for many years. Bummer. And then it was just remade into a music venue and event space called SVN West. Uh, Seven which- West, maybe? Seven West, that's what it is. That makes sense. You know, I will say about the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. The closer you sit, like, in the boxes, the sound is killer. <laughs> For sure. Oh, no, we've sat, I've sat in the boxes. I had a really cool experience watching Florence and the Machine from those garden boxes. Yeah. She, like, came and, like, ran right by our box. It was great. <laughs> so the Fillmore that you go to now reopened under, reopened in the 1980s. Uh, it was damaged in the earthquake of 89. And Graham died in a helicopter crash in 91. Uh, I think he might have been in the SRV crash. I'm not sure. What's SRV? Stevie Ray oh. Vaughan. I'm not. I was uh, thinking like a Honda? No, that is. That That's is, a CRV. That is, un- that is incorrect. He was by himself. Oh, he was with his girlfriend and a pilot. But yeah. So. That's why I don't like those small planes. Uh, it was a helicopter. It did well, that's a smaller plane. Well, that's a helicopter. But also, you weren't opposed to getting a helicopter and going to, to Anaheim. Yeah, I'd be, I mean, you know. But also, Kobe. Also, Red Rocks is a great venue. That I've never I, been there. It's definitely something like, if it should be on your bucket list to go to that venue. Oh, it's definitely on mine. Uh, I remember one of the greatest concerts I ever saw was Jimmy Page and the Black Crows. And that was in 2000. It was opening night of the tour. They had they had done a night at the Greek and recorded it and made it a record. And the record went, you know, not platinum. Like it sold, a, but it sold a bunch. So we're like, hey, we should go out on tour. And so they go out on tour. I was there opening night in Chicago, and they were sharing production with the Who. So the next night was the Who, and so we went to the Who the next night. And I didn't know much about the Who then. And but they had a great concert, but yeah, just Jimmy Page and the Black Crows to this date, best show I've ever seen. And I knew it was going to be, and this is why I know it was the greatest show I ever seen. I went in saying to my buddies, This is the greatest show we're ever going to see. And we left saying that was the like expectations were so high, yeah, and they were blown away, yeah. So I was like, And I mean. And there's some other, but a bunch of those Black Crows three hour at the Fillmore shows. Like, I think I've told the story about standing outside the Fillmore for seven hours waiting for a ticket. I don't don't think think we went into that story yet. So it was 05 and I was doing the San Jose Improv. I was featuring at the San Jose Improv and I drove up to San Francisco to, they had a show on Tuesday and uh, I remember going to standing in line all day because at Doors, they were releasing tickets. And even on Saturday, they released like eight tickets. But I was second in line. I was like, fuck yeah. And then the guy came out at Doors and he looked at this line behind me and this other guy. And he goes, there is one ticket. No. 
And I asked the guy in front of me if he really wanted it. And he said yes. So then I just walked around the venue, like outside of it, with a finger up. And no one said, I mean, for an hour or two. And here's the thing about San Francisco in August. It's kind of cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a little chilly. I kept having to switch fingers and because uh, of the chilliness. And a guy walked up to me with like half an hour left before the show. And he goes, are you trying to sell tickets or you just want to go to the show? I was like, I just want to go to the show. And he goes, come with me. And he walked me into the venue. Wow. He was like, because he wanted to make sure. And then I gave him the 40 bucks. And then right before the show started, I was telling this guy the story of the whole thing. And right when the Black Crows came out, he pulled out a giant mushroom and handed it to me. He said, welcome to California. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that might have been number two. It might have been the second best show I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. How about you? Um, you have any, like, that would be the greatest show you ever seen. Just memorable concert experiences. Maybe it was more about the hang. Maybe there's a story leading up to it. I mean, I know you went to Coachella a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you a Coachella story. This bitch I used to go to Coachella with was a real wet blanket. So this is just a, just is just a story, but it's me bitching about this chick, and we don't hang out anymore because she dragged down everyone's fucking good time. So this chick, ten years older than me, I'm 23, she's 33 at the time. The year is 2012. Is that right? No, I'd be 26, huh? Yeah. So I'm 26, she's 36. All right. And. Uh, Anyone that could hang out with someone that's eh, 36, 26, that's fine. Let's not like, yeah, it's good. Go ahead. So anyway, it's to me and two, these two other women and we go to Coachella and we're having the best time. And like when the sun goes down, it gets pretty fucking cold in the desert. Yep. Like it's a hundred degrees during the day and it's like 55 degrees at night. Yep. And so she was so sick and tired of the day. I think it was like the last day we were there. That she put on her all black hoodie and sweatpants and then sat in a ball on the ground as we were at a concert at the main stage and kept getting so pissed when people would kick her. And she would just be like, ah, every time someone would fucking like trip over her. And I'm like, no one can see you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, George, that was like, dude, that's not a good idea. You're just sitting on the ground at one of the biggest festivals in the nation <laughs> where no one's looking down at all. This one guy fell into me. He goes, you're so beautiful. And I was like, yes. This is why I come here. Listener mail time. Uh, As always, the podcast, the listener mail, our lives, your health is brought to you by back is brought to you by. That's right. Uh, Go to backattacksnacks.com. Get you some backattack snacks. Or if you're in the Midwest, if there's a Meyer store in your area, you can just go there and get them yourself. Uh, but if you go to backattacksnacks.com, tell them what happens, Annie. When you go to backattacksnacks.com and you enter in the promo code one millionth pod, that's all words one million with a th and a pod. You'll get twenty five percent off your whole order. That's right. Order three regular, four regular price things. You're only paying for three of them, bitches. A what up? And always, if you need questions, if you have questions, concerns, if you just need life advice, send them to one millionth pod. That's all words one million with a th and pod at gmail.com. And if you're lucky. We will read your message on the air. Boom. Uh, this one's from Justin. 
Hi, Chris and Andy with a Y. What? I think I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was spell checked. No, I'm digging Justin's grave. All right. There it is. Uh, He says first and he spells it one ST. I want to tell you, tell you too, how much I love the podcast. Being one of your bigger talent receivers, it's hard for me to hide the fact that I'm listening to your podcast at work with my belly jiggling and I'm hooked up to one of them vintage extra, like I'm, I'm going to try this all over again because it's a good joke and I'm fucking it up. It's hard for me to hide the fact I'm listening to your podcast at work with my belly jiggling like I'm hooked up to one of them vintage exercise belts. <laughs> See, it's a solid joke worth going back for. I just found your podcast last month and I'm still working through, spelled the incorrect way, uh, your back episodes. I'm writing because you guys talk a lot about fantasy football, and I was wondering if you guys would be interested in doing a league for your fans. I would pay to get into something like that and just to see the smack talk from you two every week. I'm sure some of your other fans would love to get in too, and if it's something you guys would be willing to do, please email me back how much and where to sign up. Thanks, and as always, fuck you. Come on by from your Mississippi talent receiver, Justin. Oh, Justin. You know, that's not a bad idea, mainly because that wouldn't be a lot of work for me. I just have to set it up in the app and stuff. Why don't we do this? Oh, so it would be like people that would play and we would just judge them every week? Well, I think we would also play. I don't have time for that. Well, also, that's a huge draft. Like, do you understand? Like, with if you had 100 people in a league? Yeah, I just don't think it's feasible. Like, I love that you think we'd get 100 people. <laughs> i think we're looking at eight nine folks tops uh well maybe that would be fun all right well let's do this uh let's run a poll <laughs> and send Penis. in send in to one millionth pot at gmail.com are you interested in a fantasy football league and just put in the subject i am interested if you're not interested you don't really need to send an email do you you fucking you're wasting time but just one millionth pot at gmail.com. Say, I'm interested in fantasy football league. We'll see how many respond. We'll see what the feasibility is. Uh, and also if Andy and I can make money off of it. Yeah, totally. But without playing. Yeah, no, it would be like we just. A scam. It would be like we just get a. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be running a scam, but we, we won't tell them that. No, no, no. Except we'll just hand, hand a boob all of this. Uh, yeah. No, we'll just take a cut. We'll be like a casino at a poker table. Yeah, uh, don't forget to tip your waitress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, let's see here. This guy writes in, and it's our buddy Casey. Casey Kasem. Uh, Casey at the bat. Um, he says, please read this in a snooty British accent for the atmosphere. That's how he opens it. That's in parentheses. Oh, he asked you to do that? Well, uh, I mean, have you ever read a mail? No, I'm just... I'm excited to hear this. Uh, I will do it for about as long as I can do it. Dearest <laughs> uh, Christopher Ambersand, Andrea cometh in my wisdom and boredom. I embarked on a quest to find a reason. It's already done. It's no, already keep gone. Going. No, you're it's, nailing it. I am not. You're doing such a good job. I fucking hate you so much. No, you're doing a very good job. Because this is what job. happens when you do tell me I'm nailing you mean and I don't believe you. <laughs> All right, we're starting over. No, but usually when I'm telling you you're nailing it and I mean it, I'm not crying laughing. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, 
Let's just start over. Dearest Christopher. No, Amber- keep no. No, I'm fuck. not cutting any of that out. I know. Good for you. But I gave it a shot. I gave it a college try. You gave that more of a try than actual college. You know what? Fuck that. Fuck. Fuck this story. We'll do it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll just do it live. Um, see, that's what happens when when you make me do an accent. We don't even get through your email and to your requests. So. Uh, but as always, uh, if you have questions, concerns, once again, send them to one millionth pod. That's all words. It's one million with a TH to POD at gmail.com. And we will read that shit or at least half of it right here on the pod. This seems like more of a Florida thing, but it actually happened in the state, which we reside. California. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. I win. What do I win? Uh, uh high taxes and the. Decent weather most of the year. Insanely high taxes. And the ability to drive from one climate to another in about an hour. A California man uh, climbed inside some farm equipment. He claimed he liked to take photos of old farm equipment. However, Classic farm equipment bit. We've yeah. all heard it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, however, he got stuck inside some farm equipment at a, vine- at a vineyard. Sorry. Uh-oh. Vineyard? On a vineyard. Uh, at a vineyard. It's at a vineyard. Uh, for two days, he was in there. What was he inside of? Like a tractor or what? I'm um, confused. Was it a silo? Those things will kill you. So an unidentified man was found after Sonoma County Sheriff's Office in Santa Rosa received a complaint earlier in the morning of a suspicious vehicle parked on private property. A deputy responded and located the vehicle, which was parked in a location that, quote, made no sense, end quote. Uh, a hat was also found resting on a nearby piece of farm equipment. Uh, so he goes to investigate. The occupant of the vehicle had inexplicably decided to climb into the shaft of a vi- of a vineyard fan. I don't know why I want to keep saying vineyard. I don't either. But what's a vineyard fan? Um, like I love this vineyard. Woo! <laughs> Can you just look up what a vineyard fan is while you're over there? Because I'm not getting it over here. Yeah, let me get my mouse. that's over here to my right. Whoa. It's how winemakers prevent frost. Oh, okay. Look at these things. These are huge. Oh, it's like a giant. It looks like a giant Dyson fan. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I will post it to the Instagram, which you should be following at one millionth pod. That's all words. One million, the TH and a POD on Instagram. Uh, we put up shit that we talk about just like this. Uh, so make sure you go do that. Look, they can become big boys. Well. Grow up real tall. And this guy. Decided to climb down the shaft of one. Wow. And uh, when interviewed, the man indicated that he liked to take pictures of the engines of old farm equipment. After a thorough investigation, which revealed the farm equipment, A, wasn't antique, and he had much more methamphetamine than camera equipment. Oh, no. <laughs> Why he decided to, mo- to climb into the shaft remains a total mystery. I bet I got a feeling... I bet he wanted to jerk off like meth style for like 36 hours. He was like, I'm going to go into this jerk tube until I coat it. And then I just climb out like Spider-Man. What? <laughs> what? Just slinging rope his way out of there. There's no way he's hydrated enough to do that. Not without, well, not after all that meth. Anyway, he couldn't. He was in there for two days. I bet it was fucking sticky in there. <laughs> I bet it was real sticky. 
Talk about a sticky situation. <laughs> a brown. brown. <laughs> if you could be the world champion at the lamest thing in the world, what would it be? DJ. Still cooler than this 15-year-old's world championship he oh, just got. Okay. What is it? Microsoft Excel. How do you become the world champ at Microsoft Excel? Uh, this young man named Kevin, he's 15 years old from Sounds Florida. Sounds like a solid Kevin from Florida move. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's from Orlando. He went, or no, he went to the, um, the fact that this exists just fucking, there's got to be high suicide rates at these things. Okay. It's the Microsoft Office Specialist World Championships. Ooh, there's a lot of fucking pussy at that place. No shit. Oh, man. No shit. I bet that's just a giant orgy of khaki and polo. That's literally what he's wearing in this photo. Um, uh, Yeah, he... uh, Talk about slinging rope. (laughs) Over the water pipe to hang yourself with. (laughs) Uh, so it's a dark day at the Marriott. So it's students between ages 13 and 22 that spend months, sometimes years, preparing for this championship. There are three categories: Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. <laughs> PowerPoint is boring. I, just, I always think of that Dwight saying that I used PowerPoint. That was my problem. PowerPoint is boring. <laughs> oh my God. So he's a sophomore in high school. Took up Microsoft Excel as a hobby last year, as you know, most 15-year-olds do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know what I love? Formulas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. And also spreadsheets. You know, especially at 15 when I am probably could also be getting my restricted and driving and, and getting a job and going to places and buying things and meeting girls. Well, the reason he started doing it is because his... One of his teachers at his high school set up the, if someone earned the certification, they would get this cool Bluetooth speaker. And Kevin said, Bluetooth speakers sounded pretty cool. <laughs> Man, I wonder how long it took him to get said Bluetooth speaker. Because it better be like the best Bluetooth speaker you've ever gotten, not a $100 Bluetooth speaker. Because then, like, imagine you put 100 hours into doing this. You just, you're worth a dollar an hour. You know what's such a bummer, though, is because he said time doesn't really matter because pretty much no one gets to finish. So on top of it being the most boring championship of all time. Yeah. There's no real finish line, really. Sounds like my relationships, right? Right. He said the main point is being accurate. Oh, well, that is not like my relationships at all. Oh, he was very excited, though, because he got to go to Universal Studios after the test. Which one? Orlando. Oh, that is a good one. And he said, thanks, Microsoft. Yeah, you're the second richest company on the planet, but you got me into the fifth best park in Orlando. (laughs) Well, you know what his next goal is? Uh, PowerPoint. It's PowerPoint. He's going to get the triple crown. I think so. He's going for the hat trick. He's going to be the Miguel Cabrera of Microsoft. Is that the guy who dated Ashley Simpson? No, it is not. He's the guy that won the Triple Crown last in the MLB. Oh, that was Ryan Cabrera. That was Ryan Cabrera, yeah. I thought only horses won the Triple Crown. Sorry, 
there's a triple batting crown that you can get, and it's uh, what is it? Home. There's like four different ones: stolen base, batting average, RBIs, and and home runs. And you can get one of those three. And Miggy got home runs, batting average, and RBIs. Good for him. Yeah. Well, that was fun. That was fun. It was good times. That was a good time. We should do two next week, and then we'll have one in the can. So when you decide to celebrate by pouring water all over your computer, you win. Shh. Uh, sorry. That's a. That's a. I'm sorry. That's a touchy subject. I'm it's being, not a touchy subject. It just wasn't even a good joke. Uh, you're right. That's fair. That's fair. It would. I just. You got to bring the heat. Not to end. No, I like. I like the puttering ending. I like to peak about fifteen in, and then the rest of it's like, hey, you think there's gonna be. You know, it's like a Michael Bay movie. Anywho. So anyway, that's the other time I was at the Fillmore. That's right. But there's three Fillmores. Uh, and only two of them are still open. Anyway, if you want to hear Andy's dumb face, you can go to Andy Port on Twitter or Andy Porter on Instagram. Is that Flip right? Those. Flip those. Andy Porter on Instagram. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> Andy Porter on Twitter and Andy Port on Instagram. <laughs> that's her banging her head against the microphone hey i'm gonna be uh off this week so suck a dick i'll be around the la area doing spots at the comedy store and the improv and the comedy magic if it's open i don't know uh but tell them where they can find me andy you can find booped please hannah boop that no Please, Hannah, boop that. I'm obviously not going to put your street name on the podcast, <laughs> even though it's boop. <laughs> That's going to be funny, boops. <laughs> oh, I was so pissed when I accidentally... I'm logged into Chris's Google account for his YouTube TV. Because I'm generous. And I'm I, generous you're very brother. generous. And I, I changed my Gmail password, and I didn't realize it logged me out of my Google Maps as well. And so I was somewhere in the valley and I hit go home and it took me to fucking Chris's apartment. I was so <laughs> mad. I was, it said turn right on boop. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can find Chris on Twitter and Instagram at I am Chris Porter. Yep. And this, as always, this has been the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Fuck you. Come on by. I burped in the middle of that one. That was a good one. It was gross. It was gross. You're gross. <laughs>